One of the things I find really hard is when I meet a guy for the first time and I can just tell he's got really low sense of self. Like he doesn't trust himself. He doesn't like himself. He just got some really low sense of self-esteem. And it just breaks my heart because I remember being like that. I remember being that guy just filled with self-loathing, a lack of confidence, a lack of trust in myself. And I found that it doesn't have to be that way. Like you can actually develop a sense of self by doing a few simple things. And so today I just want to share with you a couple of those things that I think can be helpful for you as you're trying to grow in your ability to be a husband, a father, a brother, a worker, just being a guy in the world, how to show up and be you, authentically you. Because ultimately that's what it comes down to, I think, is that we have to show up in our authentic self because anything less than that is just posing. It's just being a, an e inner ego. So what are some things that you can do? Number one is, and I wrote a list here, so let me look at this. Number one is, I think we really have to start to accept ourselves. This was really hard for me, accepting myself, coming to a place of accepting the fact that I am incompetent sometimes, I don't know what I'm doing sometimes, that I mess up all the time, that I have to accept my humanity. I have to accept the fact that I'm not perfect, that I don't have all the answers. I have to accept this thing about myself because when I accept that, then I don't have to beat myself up when I fall down. I don't have to talk critically to myself when I mess something up. You know, it used to be a time where I, I had this awful voice, self-criticism in my head just all the time telling me how much I sucked, telling me how much I was worthless, telling me how much I didn't matter, that I was never going to, I was never going to amount to anything. And that voice was just so loud that it really held me back from being who I was meant to be. And if that's something you suffer with, I hope you'll like and subscribe to this channel because this is one of the things we talk about. You know, basically, like, how do we as men be better men? So self-acceptance. I think that's number one in creating a sense of self. Number two is self-esteem. I think I've said this before in another video, but I had a sponsor when I was first getting sober who said to me, if you want good self-esteem, you have to do esteemable acts. And so these are things like acts of service, to be of service to somebody else, acts of generosity, acts of kindness, acts of patience. When you're at a checkout stand and the person that's doing the stuff with ringing up all the stuff and you can see that they're frazzled, maybe they're having a bad day. If you can just stop them and say, thank you, like you're going to not only increase their self-esteem, you're going to increase yours. So if you want good self-esteem, do esteemable acts. Number three is self-confidence. Now, self-confidence is actually something you can develop. Self-confidence goes along with competence. I was just talking with a guy this afternoon who's a dentist and he's created a really great um, practice for himself, very successful. And I was talking to him about this idea of confidence and competence. And I asked him a question. I said, the first day that you got out of dental school and who you are today, are you more 
confident as a dentist than you were on day one? And he said, yeah, of course. And I said, that's because you developed a competence. You learned how to be a really good dentist. Competence, along with the self-acceptance piece, is that if I don't know how to do something and I want confidence in how to do it, I need to develop the competence. We live in such a great time with the YouTube and the internet and books and all these kind of things. It's like anything that's out there that you want to learn, you can learn it. And I always have to remind myself that just because I'm starting to learn something doesn't necessarily mean I'm going to be competent in it. So I'm not necessarily going to be confident in it. A couple of years ago, I started doing pottery and I'm better than I was, but I am nowhere near as good as I want to be. And so it's easy to look at what I've done, what I had in my mind and what I want it to look like and get down because I want it to look better, but I haven't developed the competence yet. I haven't developed, I haven't put in those 10,000 hours, that idea of like you have to do something for 10,000 hours and then you develop an expertise in it. And so I want to be able to put in the time and the effort and make the mistakes and learn from those things and give myself a break when the pot cracks and just realize that confidence comes with competence. And I'm not going to be confident about everything because I'm not confident. I'm not competent in everything. Let's say you wanted to approach a girl about a date and you don't feel confident in yourself. Part of that is because you don't have confidence, not just the confidence in yourself, but the competence to know how to approach someone to ask them out. Same thing's true for any other skill. If you asked out, let's say you've asked out a thousand women for dates, the first one and the thousand, which one are you going to feel confident about, more confident about, right? If you've gone out on a thousand dates, guess what? And you've asked out a thousand women and they've got yeses and nos and all that kind of stuff and in between. You're going to learn from that and you're going to create more competence the more you try things. So it's that acceptance of the self of I have limitations, but I can learn. So developing self-confidence through competence. Love yourself. That's the next one. I know I talk about this too much probably, but you have to love yourself. Everything flows out of your ability to love yourself. If you don't love yourself, you won't feel lovable and you won't feel like you can love someone else either. If you don't feel lovable for yourself, you're going to think other people can't love you. And loving yourself is simply treating yourself in the way that you would treat somebody that you loved. So if you love someone, would you talk critically to them? Would you put them down? Would you yell at them? Or would you treat them with kindness and respect? Would you take them out on nice dates? Would you buy things for them that you knew that they needed, yeah, chances are you probably would. So love yourself in the same way. Love yourself in the way that you would love someone else. And when you start practicing that self-love and taking care of yourself and developing and filling that love for yourself, you're just going to grow in your ability to create more self-awareness and self-esteem. So it's, it's super important. Learn to love yourself. The next one is separateness. That's what it was, separateness. Look, we are all separate, okay? We're individuals. 
You are separate from everybody else. Oftentimes when we're raised in families, we learned to be an extension of the family as opposed to be an individual. If I mess up, I'm a reflection on the entire family. That means I'm responsible for how my parents feel. So if I'm if I mess up and they feel bad, I'm responsible for their feelings. I'm not seeing them as separate individuals from me. And oftentimes what happens is the parent has a difficult time seeing the child as being separate from them. But once you start to take responsibility for yourself and that you are separate from everybody else, that you're the only person on the planet responsible for your needs, wants, and happiness. You're the only person on the planet responsible for loving yourself. Once you start taking these things into consideration, again, self-confidence and self-confidence, self-esteem, and just that sense of self is going to raise quite a bit. Now, the opposite of that is we are connected, right? Like I have to understand that I'm not in this by myself, <laughs> that what I do does affect other people. Like the way that I show up in the world, the way I show up in my job, the way I show up with others, all of these things have an effect on the world around me. I'm responsible for myself, but I'm also responsible to show kindness and to show generosity and courage and tenacity and all of those things that are necessary for me to be in a world where there's positive reciprocal relationships. I want to be part of the thing because when I'm part of a group, whether it's a family or an organization, when I'm part of that, then I feel a sense of connectedness. And when I feel connected, I feel safe. I feel wonderful and, and accepted. All right. So those are the things self, sorry, self-acceptance, self-esteem, self-confidence, love, separateness, connectedness. And as a bonus, I want to give you one more. And that is don't sell yourself short. All right. Sometimes we undervalue ourselves. I was talking to a person a few weeks ago and they were wanting to be a, a life coach. And I was asking them how much they charge. And they were telling me that they charge $35 a session. And I said, why do you charge such a low price? And they said, well, I want to make sure that my services, that everybody can afford it and that people will people to feel like I'm ripping them off or something like that. And I said, so how much did you pay for your education? How much did you, how many hours did you put in for you to get to where you're at? And they thought about it and they realized, oh, I, I put a lot of time, money, and effort into my ability to be a coach. And I said, so you're going to give that away for 35 bucks a session? Charge what you're worth. And that's not just monetary. That's how you show up in a relationship. Don't let anybody treat you in a way that's unkind. If you're kind and generous and thoughtful and other people aren't, those are the times you want to put up boundaries and excuse yourself. And if it's a relationship, you might have to do it a bunch of times or you might find you have to relieve the relationship altogether. But don't sell yourself short. If you're not making the kind of money you want to make, if you're not in the kind of relationship that you know you can be in, if you're not in the organization that respects you and takes care of you and all those kind of things, don't sell your show. Don't sell your for you is that you develop an unshakable sense of self so that no matter what the world throws at you, no matter your circumstances, 
you don't get knocked over. You might get pushed back a little bit, but you're able to stand. You're able to be firm. Self-confidence, having the sense of self to know these things about yourself is probably the best gift that you could give yourself. And it's also the best gift that you could give anyone else. Because I'll tell you what, confidence, a sense of self, that's contagious. And when you do it for yourself, you're also doing it for others. And that's the whole point of this life is to try to leave things a little bit better than the way we found them. Anyway, that's enough for me today. Thanks so much for taking the time. If you found this valuable, please subscribe, send it, share it, whatever. And see you later.